Hi, everyone. It's CK Love, and this is Midlife on Fire, the podcast. I um, want to wish you a happy International Women's Day. I love International Women's Day. And I love how it started. I love the movement and how powerful it is and how it's, as it was um, in the beginning, how important it was, how it had a kind of seriousness that um, didn't will rely on cliches. <laughs> I gotta say something. I've been thinking about this a bit and I'm I'm wondering what I'm gonna say <laughs> early as I start talking about it. Um you know I, I scrolled a bit today. It's uh, March eighth, uh two thousand three. Two up <laughs> 2023 oh my and uh um and you know every year we celebrate international women's year and every year i've been uh, busy uh, one year i celebrated definitely the year after the um um the inaugural uh the first one um so so this year i scrolled through twitter especially uh to see what um, International Women's Day um, had to offer what people were hashtagging and uh, there's a a fair bit of um, stuff around the uh, um, uh, not only the Pakistani women Afghani um, Iranian um, as well as uh, the tribe in Africa and I'm forgetting the name of it right now please forgive me it starts with a T um and uh um and about um their the horrors and the hardship that the women in those countries are uh facing right now with um <clears throat> extreme regimes uh and so you know that's international women's day is recognizing that there's um a major major struggle going on in the world around being a woman being born a woman and um and then um and then the struggles of of women um that might not be life or death but to a certain extent is life or death um but it's more private so in the western world and sort of um the the world where you think that there's um more um, understanding of of that women are just human beings <laughs> like like men are <laughs> um that uh you, you'd think that in some parts of the world that what religion says or demands or um is intolerant of um or what governments demand or are intolerant of you'd think that privately people would know as they stand beside their partners in life that um that there's human 
respect and compassion and empathy and um and that because you live with someone intimately that there would be some kind of mutual respect but there isn't and there isn't um sometimes I'll get into that in a minute. There isn't there isn't that kind of respect because of the indoctrination of little boys and some little girls um, in uh, our schools and our institutions that uh, that tell us that women tell us that women are not good enough, that they don't rate that they don't matter in the grand scheme of things and that their vehicles for anything um that uh whatever the patriarchal um interject which is something that you swallow from society something that, something that you take in from outside and make it part of your belief system um that women are just there for your bidding and so um and, and so i've lost my train of thought a bit so um so women all over the world let me just say this women all over the world face um violence um uh different degrees of violence obviously um face uh, violence through legislation, face violence through um, society, through our culturalization, um, our, our institutions, and uh, personally, um, because there's a section of society that wants to believe this bullshit. And so... Um, you know, there are also on Twitter, there's memes of, um, you know, I think something around without women, there wouldn't be a revolution or women belong in the revolution. And um, while I I um, really love revolution, I was totally into the Russian revolution um, when I learned it in school and the French revolution when I learned it in school. Um, those underdog qualities of, um, you know, the hero, the, the, the moments that create heroes are always in revolution. Yeah. So, um, so we're, we're faced with having to become our own heroes. And I think that's key. I think that, uh, um, our education system doesn't prepare women to um, know that they're in charge of their lives and that they, um, in our familial system, that we're in charge of our lives and that we can make decisions about our lives um, until we can't. And for most of us, um, that's a risk that I was willing to take. Um, and it's a risk of ostracization 
Um, it's a risk of being shamed and being um, humiliated, uh, but it's a risk that I'm willing to take and step into um, every single day. Um, and that's what the women in um, the countries around the world are doing. They're risking their lives in order to bring a kind of understanding that um, that is needed um, for us not to face violence. So for for women, it's 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 not about demanding from people that we are able to live the lives we are dr driven to live but it's um it's more that we need to risk living lives we are driven to live in spite of that um beside it um in spite of the system that we live in and that's hard you know i don't know how to educate the world of men on the fact that women are humans we are not animals humans are not animals i know that in our um you know old anthropological mindsets that um you know we are all uh, our base instincts that's bullshit we are not just um procreators you know that's bullshit we are not here to procreate that's bullshit You know, the energy of the universe, and I will lose some people on this, but the energy of the universe is in all things sentient beings. And because of the makeup of humans, whether it's the brain, the nervous system, um, the limbic system, the um, endocrine system, the uh, sympathetic um system nervous system the emotional emotionality psyche um all these systems all these things that drive us all these things that kind of we clue into as we get older um inform us and so we are not just kill or be killed We are not just um, a system that that's, has a stance of fight or flight. That is not us. We have, um, you know, to go into 17th century philosophy, we are not just reason, you know. There's something beyond our egoic nature. If I go into Jungian, um, that will inform us as to who we are. But we have to work at that. In our educational system, in our familial system, in our societal systems, 
do not allow for it. What it allows for is the perpetuation of the egoic nature of the patriarchal sadistic system because of, and I will say only this because of fear. We are afraid to die. We are afraid to be forgotten, to be invisible. And so when that happens, when that is accentuated in a society, when the madmen, the sociopaths, who are all about themselves and will have no compunction to uh, make sure that they stay on top, um, have no humility, have no way of empathizing with others, they will drive the system and they will drive those base instincts of survival. And that's as far as I can tell in my brain right now, because you know, you know me, I kind of go off a little bit and sometimes I forget what I've been talking about. But basically, you know, those those drives, those sociopathic, fear-based, um, egoic kind of narcissistic um, um, needs are met by um, perpetuating violence. And the kind of violence I was talking about, so violence through education or not giving education, the violence through um, familial um, um, obedience and, and allegiance and loyalty and um, a societal shaming and, and um, humiliation and, um, and, you know, picking one thing uh, in our, a society that makes you less than. So sometimes in a society, the fact that women bleed makes you less than. And so you're ritualized by, I don't know, there was a video that um, two guys grabbed their sister and poured what I guess was red paint, but could have been blood um, all over their sister. And I was imagining that maybe this was their ritual to um, to um, humiliate her that maybe she got her first period. And so now there's fear. And so um, all societies are driven and controlled by fear. And if you fear the unknown, so why a woman bleeds, um, you will fight it. What does this have to do with midlife on fire? Well, it's International Women's Day and it's interesting to me that um, as I was scrolling through Twitter, um, there was only one woman, older woman that was speaking about um, International Women's Day and what it's like to be a woman. 
Um, we have to be visible. Women in midlife, come out and be visible. Tell your stories. And tell your stories because of your awakening. I mean, I liken midlife for women especially um, because there's struggle and there's um, a kind of pain, emotional pain, psychic pain um, uh, attached to it. And only through pain, really and truly, whether something's difficult, if something's not difficult, you are not learning. And so when something's difficult, like moving into midlife for some women, I won't say all, um, but for some women, um, it's painful. So tell us about your learning. And through that learning, I'd say we need to live the way we want to live despite and in spite of the threat. Whatever threat you feel, move beyond it and risk. Risk being who you are fully as a full human being. And I didn't talk about what I, uh, something that I wanted to talk about was that we keep um, focusing on women, International Women's Day. You know, keep focusing on changing women so that they're risking, you know, um, ostracization or, um, or risking violence. Um, we keep asking women to do things, but I encourage women to ask men to do things, to step up and step out of their teaching of what they learned when they were kids about girls or what they didn't learn about girls and what they continue to not learn about women. And I ask men to, and we as midlife women, we have to ask men to step up, to keep in step with us, to find the part of themselves that isn't fulfilled and to demand that that be fulfilled within themselves. To ask themselves why they believe in something that puts them always on top. Why they feel the need to belittle another and to move within themselves, move into themselves and to find the answers. And those answers are going to be tough. It's tough to know that you are fearful. It's tough to know that you don't know and that what you don't know and what you were told um, is, is propaganda. You know, we see propaganda from our governments and from those conspiracy theorists and from 
um, from people who are just afraid. So, um, International, International Women's Day is to ask, for me, is to ask everyone to step up, not treat it like Valentine's Day, <laughs> not treat it like a day that needs platitudes and cliches and but to needs it needs for both men and women, but definitely men. It needs men. This is a call to men. <laughs> the first one was to say, look, we are here in rows, millions upon millions of women around the world, and we are ignored and invisible. And and we want to show you we're here so we want you to look at us look at the woman next to you right now and say i see you as a human as fully human fully beyond basic animalistic instinct that i need for you to be you're not that you are just like me in the way that you have hopes and dreams and aspiration, and skill, and talent, and joy, and sadness, and you feel pain. Uh, that's International Women's Day, is a call to men to say, look at us, see us. We're not going to hide behind the veils you give us. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's all I wanted to say. So, good, good, good International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day, everyone. And Go and live life on fire and go be a badass. <laughs>